my whole point yesterday when I testified at the end, I'm sure you, you caught it, mm-hmm. that, you know, we now have, you know, print uh, publishing companies printing porn, which mm-hmm. should be illegal, right? And then they're using the schools, because of the absentee exemption, they're using the schools and the libraries as their distribution point. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this special edition of Fearless with Mark and Amber. Happy Saturday to you. Well, thank you for joining us on this special edition. We are excited. There's a lot of things happening here in the state of Indiana. It has a lot to do with what's going on with our research, with our new documentary, The Mind Polluters. And so we just had to get on here and share with you guys. This is a call to prayer and participation um, because, wow, we can't do this alone. And we need everybody's help in this matter. Mark, you want to share with everybody, you were just down at the State House on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we had sent out an email through our newsletter um, talking about how we were going to be participating in some of the laws. There's obscenity law repeals that's going on at the State House. Right. So uh, Wednesday uh, afternoon at the Indiana State House, and we're going to talk specifically about what's happening here in Indiana. And if you are in Indiana, this involves you and we need you to get involved and get engaged. We need everyone to pray. Share with your pastor, share with your congregation, share with Mm -hmm. all of your friends in Indiana. You guys, we can make this happen. Right. So Wednesday afternoon, what, what happened was, um, Senate bill 288 Mm -hmm. was introduced in committee. Now, if you go back in our podcast to episode 34, Mm -hmm. and we talk about, uh, in Indiana specifically, we used it as the example because we live in Indiana, Mm -hmm. the obscenity exemptions. Mm -hmm. And in the, starting in the late fifties, all through the sixties and in Indian, Indiana, the obscenity exemption was codified uh, early to mid seventies, I think. And what this was, was this was a movement by, uh, by the left to uh, take the model penal code and modify it all across the nation and carve out exemptions for obscenity. Mm-hmm. So basically, this is what has allowed this... The pornography. Pornography disguised as sex education to infiltrate our schools mm-hmm. because... In a state like Indiana and in over half of the states in the U.S., they have actually carved out exemptions. So Mm -hmm. what is absolutely illegal anywhere else is perfectly legal in a classroom. Mm -hmm. It's perfectly legal in a public library. Mm -hmm. And there have been efforts for many years to try to get this loophole closed mm-hmm. to repeal these obscenity exemptions. And um, and can I just say, because we now see the tragic effects of mm-hmm. what's happening to our kids and society right. with the sexualization of children. Exactly. So it's just, it's amazing to watch the Lord work. And so as we've been working on the mind polluters, and this is what the mind polluters is about, is how have we gotten to this point and what can be done about it? Well, folks, this is what can be done about it. Senate Bill 288 was introduced in committee, mm-hmm. in Senate subcommittee on Wednesday. And yours truly was there and (laughs) recording this, uh, these testimonies for the film. And uh, I tell you, it was quite amazing. First of all, let me set up what Senate Bill 288 is. This is uh, this repeals 
the loopholes for schools and public libraries. Remove schools and certain public libraries from the list of entities eligible for a specified defense to criminal prosecutions alleging the dissemination of material harmful to minors or a performance harmful to minors. Uh, Also adds colleges and universities to the list of entities eligible for a specified defense. I'm not so keen on that part of it. So they close the loophole for K through 12 schools and public libraries, but then they add to it that, well, colleges and universities, it's okay. I'm, it is what it is. Our, well, our, well, they become adults in, in the colleges. That's why, right. you know, I assume that that's probably right. why. They- that's, that's a battle for another day. So Senate Bill 288 was introduced in subcommittee and uh, the, the proponents and the opponents were there. And the proponents were um, many people that are already in the mind polluters. Mm-hmm. So Rhonda Miller and Jennifer McWilliams from Purple for Parents of Indiana mm-hmm. uh, have been at the tip of the spear on this, getting this introduced. Senator Toms in Indiana, he's from down around Evansville, was the one who really has, if it weren't for him, this wouldn't even have gotten this far. Um, somebody has to take it and introduce it. Mm-hmm. And um, then also Audrey Werner who you've heard on this podcast, and she's also in The Mind Polluters, uh, she came up from Texas Mm -hmm. to testify. And we'll share some snippets of these testimonies later on in our pod uh, and other podcasts. Right, because we just just want you guys to hear. um, We're going to go through and um, listen to Rhonda Miller explain to you what happened so everybody can get caught up to speed. And we really need everybody to be involved and, you know, emailing their local representatives. You know, she's she's going to walk that walk, walk you through the steps that we can take and what happens next. OK, let's let's start and just give people a brief overview. So tell people what happened on Wednesday regarding the bill. So on Wednesday, um, they heard testimony from all of us that were there and the opposition. And we obviously gave some pretty strong evidence, um, gave them a packet full of information um, I'm sure Mark told you that they um, pulled us aside after they had read the contents and said, you cannot read any of that stuff. And so I had a couple of things that I had in my testimony that I was going to talk about. It wasn't gra- as graphic as it could have gone. Yeah. Um, and I was asked to revise that. So I had to really water mine down even from the watered down version, which was very telling that they didn't want us talking about that. But yet it can be published. We do expect it to come out of the Senate next Wednesday or the committee and go to the floor. I'm not sure if it'll go to the floor on Thursday, if they'll wait and push it off till Monday, the following week and bring it down. Now the 24th is the half, halfway point. So they will definitely have to vote on it that next week because everything crosses over, then it'll start the process all over in the house. Okay. So for people who don't understand, so this was just a committee meeting made up of 13 people, I believe that's right. And it was the education and career education and career development yeah. develop right and so it goes here to committee and that's where you just testified to they're going to vote on it on whether or not to send it to the house they're going to vote on it to send it to the senate floor to the senate floor okay that's what i was trying to clarify of where it goes next yes. and sort of how long these each of these processes take yes yeah, so what will happen is wednesday when they when they've got it on the schedule to vote on they will uh, if there's an amendment um, that's proposed, they will discuss the amendment, they'll vote on the amendment, then they'll vote on the bill. That's that's the, mm-hmm. the plan. And mm-hmm. then um, from there, that's considered um, 
well, second reading, they'll vote on it. And then it'll go to the floor of the Senate where all the senators will vote on it for third reading. Okay. And then we expect it to pass through the Senate. We have a lot more allies in the Senate. Um, so we expect it to pass through the Senate with overwhelming majority is what we're, what we're hoping for. And then at that point, it will go over to the House where it will start the process all over again. And we're assuming it will go, since it was an education in the Senate, we'll go to the education in the House where Representative Bob Baining is the chairman. And so we may run into some opposition there. We're hoping not because of the contents that were involved in the folders. I mean, it's going to be very hard to stand and say, you know what, we, we're okay with kids reading this stuff. So it's going to be a harder sell, I think, in the House. We're going to do a lot more work um, to get it through the House. But that is that is the, the sequence. So once it passes, you know, Lord willing, it passes through the Senate floor and then goes to the House. So you're saying there's going to be testimony read again. Correct. How can people get involved and start helping get this through? Are there are there emails that they should be sending to their representatives? I mean, are there templates? Are there is there someplace people can sign up to um start to help? Yes. Well, so what we need them to do now is since it's still in committee, it'll come out on Wednesday. We need them to contact the committee members. And we've posted those email, uh, the names and email addresses and the phone number up on our, uh, our website or our website up on our um, Facebook page. So we've got people that are doing that and they're doing it consistently. So, I mean, if it, if it means call every day or it means call every other day or whatever um, from here, well, from now until Wednesday, uh, when they vote, I think they go back to a committee hearing on one at one forty-five on Wednesday. So you have all Wednesday morning. So we need them to constantly call the uh, committee members and email the committee members with um, the reasons why they want want to support this bill and protect children. And then what we will do from there is we will have them start reaching out to their their state senators. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they may want to go ahead and consider doing that now, just to send an email. Hey, I'm watching this bill. I want you to support it when it comes out of the education committee. And just some of them may not be aware of it just yet. Um, many of them yeah. are. Um, he added several names to the bill. It was just Senator Tom's at first, but there were seven, I think, additional names. I think five of them have been posted on the, on the, the bill so far online. Um, but that's, that speaks volumes when yeah. that information gets out and you see a bunch of senators start jumping on and saying, Hey, we want to stop this too. So we want them to start contacting their state senators. When you light up their, those, those phones and the email, they do, they do hear it. So mm-hmm. if they've got their, their, their legislatures on their you know text, some of them do um, send them text messages. Hey, I want you to, I want you to hear this or I want you to pass this bill and support it. So mm-hmm. that's the plan. Okay. And has, has, this been tried before with the obscenity exemptions or is this the first time this is the first time we've gotten this this far um we've had it introduced in the house last two years and it goes nowhere um because it's been put in a committee that is controlled by an educator who mm. is not a friendly and so even though she's republican she's not ref- she's not friendly and so we're very very thankful um, that the lord has opened the door that we could get it heard in committee and get the reaction that we are from the senators. So that's that's been a huge blessing. But yeah, this is the first time. I was on a conference call yesterday with some of our Protect Child Health Coalition members. Mm-hmm. And um, as you probably are aware, there's a coordinated effort across the nation to start repealing these obscenity exemptions. Mm-hmm. And there was a hearing in Texas not all that long ago to repeal theirs. And um, it didn't go anywhere. So we've we've gained more traction with what we're hearing that we will get it through the Senate. We will have gained more traction. now. Nebraska is also doing it. Um, I think their hearing is next week. And so we'll see what happens there. But they they're sounding pretty positive, too. But there's there's also efforts in Tennessee. There's also efforts in Nevada. 
and I think maybe Oregon, but there's there's a coordinated effort this year to to get one state to fall. We just need one state to fall. And yeah. we would love for it to be Indiana because it's yeah. here and we would love to be the first one to put a stop to it here. Yeah. Um, but it's been interesting listening, going back and listening to the opposition talk about this bill, because you would think that the Principals Association, the School Boards Association, um, the Library Association, you would think that they would be all about protecting children. And this was mm-hmm. in the conversations that Senator Thompson and I had. You know, it's an op- this is an opportunity to say, I really do care about children and I really want to protect them. And that's not what we're seeing. I mean, no. they're they more interested in, in, in protecting their hides and their businesses than they are um, children and the minds of children. Oh, we've got sound bites. We can't wait to share. <laughs> but do. Yes, do. We, have, we have sound, but we have, we have moving pictures too. <laughs> <laughs> going, to, going to end up in a film at some point. Once it leaves the Senate and goes to the House floor, I mean, is that when you have a bunch of people show up? And I mean, not everybody would testify, but you just have everybody there as a presence or. Yeah, we well, we've not been ever given any limit um, that I know of. But the more you have, the the more they're getting to where they're setting the time frame that they're allowing for bills to be heard, because those guys don't want to be there till you know. Oh, Yeah. Although in Texas they do. I mean, Audrey said they went and they stayed there until midnight. <laughs> they, were oh, so, they don't do that here. Um, so, um, but we've had we've had multiple people come and testify. But we we really would love the support to show up at the state house in purple. We ask people to dress in purple. Yeah. Um, and be there outside the chambers um, so that they see that presence. Because when the opposition shows up, they show up in mass, mm-hmm. and our our side doesn't tend to do that. And so I think that's why, and many times, the opposition wins because our side, you know, a lot of people are off busy working. I mean, I had I work, I had to take a vacation day to go. Yeah. You know, I know and, I couldn't I couldn't leave and come down either. Right, <laughs> like yeah. ah. Exactly. And, and there's situations like that. We totally get that. Mm-hmm. And, but we do need people there. And mm-hmm. so getting that presence and getting that, because I'll tell you what, the, when you go down there, it is an overwhelming, um, I don't, I don't know how to s- describe it. Those, especially when the opposition's there and the teachers associations are there and, you know, the, the red Fred chance and, and mm-hmm. they, they have such an overwhelming, um, I don't know if I say darkness, but it's a, like an oppression. Mm-hmm. And those, those legislatures, they come under intense pressure from those organizations. And so um, they need us. They need, they need us pushing back on this side so that they know they have. That they're know, supported. Right. They have a launching mm-hmm. board to stand firm mm-hmm. and, 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 and hold the line on certain things. And this, this is one of them. So, yeah, we definitely need people there. We need, we need to help people understand that. Not only is is porn harmful to minors, and it should never be in the schools, but porn is also part of today's sex education. Mm. And it's not education. I mean, it's grooming kids for trafficking. It's grooming kids for, you know, all sorts of of demonic things when it comes to the sexual perversions. So um, that is what we're really trying trying to get people to understand, um, that this is... porn is such a huge part of, of that puzzle. And it's, it was meant to be from the start. It, Mm -hmm. it, it it fed into sex education. So it's not just one class anymore. It's through everything. All right, Rhonda. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day. I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And everything that you guys are doing. I mean, we we certainly appreciate you guys getting (laughs) the story out there and everything Mm -hmm. that you're doing to help us expose it all. So Mm -hmm. it's going to take us all. 
We're all one body in many parts. We, yeah. I say that all the time. We are the church together. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So one more thing before we leave, it's interesting to note the organizations who came out in opposition to this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Indiana association of school principals was against it, was against this. They want to keep these loopholes open. The Indiana Library Association. Against it. Against it. Uh, The Indiana School Boards Association. Against it. Against it. And, of course, our old friends, the ACLU of Indiana. Mm -hmm. Against it. Against it. Pretty much, you know, if the ACLU is against something, then you should be for it. Yeah. So what can people do now? Let's just remind people, if you're in Indiana specifically, Mm -hmm. it's time for you to reach out to your state senator with a phone call, with an email, and respectfully tell them, I want you to support Senate Bill 288. SB 288. SB 288. Okay. This. Uh, We're going to leave links in the show notes. You guys can go and read the bill yourself. I mean, it's a solid bill. And even after um, Senator Toms introduced it, there were other senators who signed on to support it. Exactly. So start with your state senator. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hopeful that it will pass out of committee and then, and then that it would pass on the Senate floor. Then it needs to go to the House and go through this process again. And testimony again. Right. So if you're in Indiana, you can get involved. You can, uh, you can come and uh, speak in support of it when mm-hmm. it goes to committee in the House. You can come down and just be there and be present, show up in purple to show some unity with purple for parents. You need to call and write your state representative right? and tell them when this comes to you, support SB 288. Right. This is for parents, grandparents, neighbors, anyone who cares for the next generation and the future exactly. of education. Exactly. Um, and also, if you are not in Indiana, Please be praying about this. Mm-hmm. There, Indiana is not the only state, but there no. there are many other states. Uh, my understanding is this was also a uh, similar bill was introduced in Texas and it was shot down immediately and fairly quickly. Yeah. We need we need a state to fall so yeah. that it can, we can start this rolling. Um, this is not the first time that this has been tried in Indiana, but this is the furthest that it's gotten. So we're excited. Mm-hmm. that the Lord is at work here. So yeah. pray, pray, pray. If you're in Indiana, send emails, send make phone emails, calls. phone calls, get involved. It's time. Thank you guys for joining us on this special edition. We look forward to being with you again on Tuesday. 